vision board is only as good as the thought you put into it and the meaning that you put behind those pictures. You can make a vision board, you can put it up on your wall, but if you don't look at it and if you don't have emotion and thoughts behind those pictures, there's nothing magical about a vision board. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9 to 5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hi everyone, it's Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome to this week's episode of The Digital Dreamer Podcast. We are going to do a series of episodes to wrap up the end of the year and head into 2023, where we are just going to pick some of our favorite episodes since we started the podcast. We've taken some very, very short clips that we'll play after we have our commentary, because of course, we always have new things to say about all of these things. So the first clip is all about just starting your dream life and what does your dream life mean to you, which I think is a great thing to ponder as we end the year and start going into January. I personally just got done in my journal doing like an end of the year review recap journal prompt type thing. And then I started doing my kind of new year planning type journal prompts and in case you don't know what I'm talking about, like for the new year, some of the journal prompts are like, what are three of my biggest goals this year? Where would I like to be emotionally, physically, blah, 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 at the end of this next year? Like just things like that. We could probably on Instagram post some yeah, some ideas for this if anyone wants to do them too. But I thought that relates really well to the dream life thing because I was it was giving me clarity on where I want to see myself next year and I had to actually put a lot of thought into it and honestly doing the end of the year review showed me that there were a lot of exciting things that happened this year and I did make a lot of progress and have a lot of growth this year yeah I love that I also went through in my journal and did a year-end wrap-up I'm not quite the whole way through it but some of my questions had to do with what were the highlights of the year what were my big achievements of the year where did I grow and then also looking like, where do I think I fell short? So that you can start planning for the next year and thinking about, well, where would you like to see your most growth in the next year? And what kinds of things do you want to change about your life? I love this question, thinking about who are the three most influential people that were in your life this year? And then thinking about, did those people influence you in a good way or a bad way? Mm -hmm. So that you can pick who you might want to spend more time with in the coming year so that you can make those leaps that you want to make. And then the other night, we just made our vision boards too. And I had actually done my New Year journaling before we even did that. So that was really helpful. But I was still having trouble like picking out pictures just because I think that's so hard. Um, but I actually do think it came out really well. I just need to hang it up now. Yep. Mine is hanging on the wall in the room that we are recording in. And I also had spent a little bit of time on my year-end wrap-up and had already chosen my word of the year, which we talked about in the last episode. And so I knew 
what I wanted on my dream, on my vision board, which I think is super, super key is a vision board is only as good as the thought you put into it and the meaning that you put behind those pictures. You can make a vision board, you can put it up on your wall, but if you don't look at it and if you don't have emotion and thoughts behind those pictures, then there, I mean, there's nothing magical about a vision board. It's the the thoughts that you put behind it and the planning and then the future action that you take. It's To me, it's more about keeping it top of mind. Yeah. And one thing that I love that we did the first time we made our vision boards and then we've done it since then is we actually made ours inside of a photo frame so that there's glass over the top. So you leave the middle section white so then you can use it as a whiteboard. And I like that because if I write like my daily to-do list on it or something or something I'm going to look at all the time, I'm constantly seeing that whether I'm aware that I'm seeing it or not. I, I just think that that, you know, your subconscious is looking at that, whether or not it realizes, you know. Yeah, that's what I love about it, too, is we, we made ours into whiteboards. So we're constantly looking at them. And I mean, you could do that with a mirror, even you could make that be the frame around your mirror or it could be the lock screen on your phone, depending on, you know, how you want to do it. It doesn't have to be this big, fancy, giant project. Speaking of mirrors, that's why I love that new trend of putting like a affirmation or like nice saying about yourself, like de like decal sticker on oh, your yeah. mirror. You know, those like, you are so beautiful or whatever. Like, you look so gorgeous today because I'm like. Subcon whether you realize you're reading it or not, like your brain is taking it in. There's probably some science too that would say to swap that decal out every, I don't even know how often it would be, but every so often, because anything that's in your environment, you get used to, just like how you could have something sitting on your kitchen counter and walk by it a hundred times and you don't see your own clutter because you're used to the clutter being there. Yeah. Another thing that I did with my journaling that I am excited about, which I think you do something similar, but I put one page for each month that's called like looking forward to, and then it has the the name of the month. And then I'm just going to list like events or days or it can be anything you're looking forward to. I'm, I'm even going to put like shows that I know are coming out on Netflix or whatever that mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to because I just like looking and being like, oh, okay, like, you know, I've said this before in another episode, but maybe it's just me. But when you're like, oh, man, this week is going to suck and be so boring. I like to be able to look at my things I'm looking forward to and pick out like, oh, but that's happening. Even if it's something little, like a new season of your favorite shows coming out, that's like, that's huge. Like that that could turn around your entire week. But I think that that is part of what's involved in creating your dream life. Your dream life doesn't have to be all these big, grand giant trips and spending lots of money and being rich. I mean, rich is in your experiences and in your relationships too. And it's in finding joy in the small things in your life and making the best of what a cruddy day, making the best of a bad day. That's all part of living your dream life. So let's go into this clip that we selected for dream life. And then we'll come back at the end and wrap it up. Yeah, let's do it. Do you post inconsistently, share content on a whim, or make it up as you go along? Or maybe you're posting based on trends or doing what everyone else is doing. If you're doing any of these things, your business is suffering as a result. Your business needs a consistent message and a consistent presence. 
not one based on things that pop into your head first thing in the morning. What if one simple change in your business, unlocked engagement, trust, revenue, and the ability to live life on your terms? Ready for the secret? Savvy marketers plan their content. They don't leave things to chance. They don't chase shiny objects. And they aren't jumping from trend to trend, hoping to go viral. We can help you with this in our new course, Build Your Content Plan in a Weekend. Head over to our website, irisdigitalmediagroup.com slash content plan. Everybody's dream life looks different. Thinking about, do you have to have a lot of money? Is money important? Is travel important? Do you see your dream life being with your friends or your family? What all is involved in that? That's the first step is just establishing what does your dream life look like and spending some time just daydreaming about it if you've never daydreamed about it. Yeah, and it's beneficial to get really specific with this when you're envisioning your dream life. Where where do I live? What do I spend my days doing? What are my relationships like? What's my job? And you should write this all down so that you have it somewhere. Like maybe even create a dream life journal or you could do it on like a Google Doc or something, but Getting really specific and documenting it all is really important. Well, and then I think as you're doing that, you're going to hear that little voice in your head talking. And every time you catch that little voice telling you, oh, no, I can't do that. Oh, no, that's not for me. Start paying attention to what those beliefs are that are limiting what you think is possible for you. Why is it possible for somebody else to go buy a condo in Hawaii or to have a multi-million dollar business? Why is that possible for the people you see on Instagram, but you are telling yourself that isn't something I can have? As you're setting your goals, as you're envisioning your dream life, you want to spend some time just daydreaming. And if you have a situation in your life where you're too busy, you have kids, you always have people, you need to find a way to break away from your life so that you can daydream. The best ideas that we have, the most creative things that we have come to us when we have that space, when we have that downtime. So if you aren't getting downtime, if you don't have space to think, that's going to limit what's possible in creating your dream life too. And so let's say you're a busy mom with little kids and you're like, well, I can't go head off and lock myself up in a hotel or I can't go off on a girl's trip or whatever. Take mini mental vacations and whether maybe that's your bath at night, 15 minutes at a time just to go sit and think and dream. Yeah, so I was now, just about to say, I was just yeah. about to say like how many times, I don't know about you, but for me, have I had a break? brilliant idea in the shower and I'm like oh my gosh I need to grab my phone because I need to write this down or or I'm like literally about to fall asleep and I like sit up in my bed because I'm like oh my gosh because sometimes I think my best ideas come when I yes I I have nothing else to do except I'm washing my hair or I'm laying in my bed and I feel like for me at least a lot of daydreaming comes like when I'm laying in my bed like trying to fall asleep because my mind has nothing else to do other than wander and so yeah, I have ideas all the time where I shoot up in bed and I have to write it down or I am in the shower or a lot of times, honestly, even when I'm walking my dog, I'm like, oh, I need to write this down. Then my dog gets mad because she's like, hello, we're walking. <laughs> 
So after listening to that clip again, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense that these were already things I was thinking about with like making lists and writing things down because this year, like I've always been a journaler, but this year I decided I'm going to go like really hard and I got you, I just got a brand new um, journal from Santa Claus. And so I have already started organizing like really nicely with the pages because usually my journal is just like a complete mess. But I made the little table of contents. Oh, I like that. And then did like all sorts of pages. And I've been really careful about making sure the sections look really nice. Just because I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna do it really good this time. Um, and have it be organized so I'm not so I'm not making all these lists. And I'm flustered about it, right? I know. Like, that's always my thing. I have so many notebooks because I get tired of how disorganized it looks. And so then I have to start all over in a fresh one because I'm right. better next so time. So I told myself, I was like, this notebook is only for the journaling you write your other stuff your work stuff or whatever else is in a different journal we're not ruining this one with random notes okay i have another kind of journal i started but i'm gonna hold off on that story and we'll share that with you in the next episode all right thank you guys for listening bye bye